Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Jishni Amadera Soon. Allah, he Allah. Jishni Amadera Soon. Allah, he Allah. Bibi Amina Kepoon. Allah, he Allah. Allah, Allah, bolo Allah, Allah, bibi, amina ke poon, Allah, Allah. Jabke sarkar tashreef lane lage, huro hilma bhi khushiyan manane lage. Har taraf noor ki roshni cha gayi, Mustafa kya mile zindagi mil gayi.
My dear beloved brothers and sisters, I greet you with the universal freedom of peace. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Tonight, inshallah, we want to have um, a new Shahada class. We want to have them every week, inshallah, at least once a week. We want to have new Shahada classes, inshallah. We want to have the ability to learn about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala often. And we want to learn something new every day, inshallah. We are living in a time where human beings are really confused about who they want to worship. And we are living in a time where the Muslim community are really confused about what they want to do. Mass years are closed. Juma is cut off. <clears throat> MashaAllah. And the, and, the, and the majority of people are cut off from the masjid in the hope of a loss of penalty island. But the beautiful thing is, Islam, the entire earth is the masjid. And this is how we have to look 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 at it. The loss of penalty island made the entire earth is the masjid. The only thing about the, the busala is that you get 27 times the blessings in congregation than you do when you make it at home. So the fact that a lot of us can't go to Juma or go to the Masjid, mashallah. But the Masjid I go to is still open. Alhamdulillah for that. Masjid Muhammad in Germantown. Alhamdulillah. With Iman Suchadeen. We want to um, have new Shahada class to try to help Muslims who've been Muslim for a while to get back on their day and try to help the new Shahadas make sense of what's going on right now since they can't attend the Masjid, inshallah. This is what I need to add. The admins, inshallah, and the philosopher to Ireland help us, we will uh, be successful. Allah, my mean. The first thing that I want to say is that if you're a new Shahada, if you took your Shahada within the last year, or if you've been Muslim for a while, but you haven't really been practicing Islam, you haven't really learned how to pray, you haven't really learned um, or advanced in your Islamic life. The first thing that you have to do is realize that when you become Muslim, you have to be willing to make sacrifices in order to become a better human being. If you're not willing to make sacrifices, if you're not willing to give some things up for a lawless messenger, then I'm afraid that you're just not going to be a successful Muslim. You have to give up what you freely, what you love for Allah's messenger. You have to be tested. And to be tested, you have to sacrifice some things. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created paradise and hellfire, he created paradise and surrounded it with things that you have to sacrifice. He surrounded paradise with things that are hardship. He surrounded paradise with things that you dislike, like giving, Hellfire, he surrounded it with your desires, things that you love, things that you can't stay away from, things that you enjoy doing. Paradise is surrounded with things that you don't like doing. That's just the metaphors of life. For an example, for a person that weighs 500 pounds, right, if that person want to lose weight, then undoubtedly he has to sacrifice eating. He has to go to, he has to exercise. He has to walk. Five, ten miles a day. He has to dedicate his life 
towards that goal that he's trying to reach, and he has to be focused. But if a person don't want to lose the weight, all you got to do is keep eating anything that he wants. He can sit around all day. He don't have to do anything. And undoubtedly, he will gain weight. Paradise and hellfire is the same. Paradise is worth it. So therefore, you have to earn it. You have to do things. You have to strive. You have to struggle. Hellfire is not worth it. Hellfire is free. So therefore, you don't have to do anything, nothing at all, nothing at all. You know, if you want the uh, the, the body of a bodybuilder with the six-pack and the muscles and the abs, you have to strive for that. People just don't come out the womb of their parents and all of a sudden they just bodybuild the material. They work for it. They work hard for it. That's just how it is. And even people don't come out and weigh 500 pounds. They eat. They overeat. They have lack of exercise. That's not 100% how it is on both sides, but it is 90, 95% how it is. So, if you want paradise, if you want to be a good Muslim, if you want to be a successful Muslim in this life, and in, in, in as well as the hereafter, you have to make sacrifices. You have to strive. In order to learn how to pray in Arabic, you have to you have to really struggle and keep going until you get it. And it will come easy to recite a different language with some of the words is going to be difficult. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you double the reward because you're struggling with it. But eventually you will get it. Everyone gets it. He says that he made the Quran easy to understand and remember. But is there, is, is there any that will receive it? The Quran is easy to remember because it's in, a, it's in a rhythmic tone. It's like one long rhythmic rhyme, tone. So it's easy to remember. But you have to dedicate yourself to remembering it. You have to dedicate yourself to try to get it. If you don't, then you won't get it. If you have the attitude as the Fatiha is too hard to memorize, it's too hard to learn, then you won't get it. Because your attitude stinks. Your attitude has to be positive. It has to be positive. The way I teach the Fatiha, you can learn the Fatiha in two weeks, guaranteed. Two weeks, guaranteed. But if you strive for it, you can learn it in a week. But if you don't put no effort into it, then you won't learn it. If you won't put it, because it's, it's no way a Muslim can be uh, Muslim for one year, two years, or three years, and not know the afatiha, not know how to pray for prayer, three years. That's unacceptable. But it's only because you're not striving. You're not trying to do what's right. At the end of the day, this deen of Islam is a salvation to paradise. You either believe that or you don't. Simple as that. You live in the world in America where no one makes you practice Islam. You don't have to do anything. If you don't want to pray, you don't have to pray. If you don't want to cover, you don't have to cover. If you don't want to go to the masjid for Juma, you don't have to go. No one can make you do nothing. And there's no... And there's no peer pressure to do anything. Everything is acceptable in America. A Muslim sister can make a twerk video on Facebook and Instagram, remove her overgarment and her clothing, and shake her shake her behind, and the entire Muslim community can see it 
and no one say anything. In fact, the men are liking the videos because men are, are creatures of desire. No one can make you do anything. No one can make the brother do anything. He can go to a bar, drink alcohol. No one can make him do anything because we are living in a society where everything is acceptable. You have conversations right now in America, transvestites, men that transform to women are going on the women's side, and women that transform to men are going on the men's side. This is now a topic of conversation in the community. This was going on in America. So undoubtedly, we have to return back to the basics and represent and understand what Islam is and what Islam is not. We have to return back to the basics. And we have to tell the community. And we have to be come together and agree on what Islam is and what Islam is not. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is good. And he only accepts what is good. He's perfection. Good. He only accepts what is good. There's no transvestites in paradise. None. There's no, it's a, it's a lot of, in hellfire, they're going to be men, but they're going to definitely be in hellfire. I'll tell you that with the people of luck. But there's no transvestites in paradise. There's no women in paradise that want to be men. There's none of, none of that is in paradise. There's no, no gays. There's no, there's not one member from the LBGTQ in paradise. Not one. Not one member in paradise. At the end of the day, Islam is good. It only accepts what is good. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam and Eve. And these are the only two genders that he accepts in the hereafter. Adam and Eve. And the hermaphrodites, uh, the, the human being that was born with both sex organs. But even they choose which sex they want to be. They don't float from either or. They choose whether they want to be a man or a female, and they and they deal with that. Islam got rules and guidelines for all of this. But if any Muslim are, is in doubt of what Islam has to say about the LBGTQ, the Messenger of Allah said this. He says the law subhanahu wa ta'ala has cursed the female who acts like a man, who dresses like a man, who imitate men. He cursed that female. He cursed the men who imitate women. He wear women's clothing. He cursed that man. The curse of Allah means the law subhanahu wa ta'ala has removed his mercy from those individuals. And they are acceptable to any punishment. They are acceptable to any wrath upon the earth that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mercy on you, there are things that can kill you. There are things that might can kill you that Allah save you from that you don't even know. That you don't even know. Allah's mercy, he said, this, I need for you to understand this. Allah said one type, he have, he have 99 different types of mercies. Now, I want you to really think about how deep this is. He has one, he has 99, he has 100 different types of mercies. He said one to the earth. 
that one different mercy on the earth is disseminated from the beginning to the end of time, right? That one that one mercy that he sent to the earth is the act of every motherly love to a child, every act of kindness on the planet earth, right? You know how they tell you about the coronavirus. Your immune system is a rachma, is a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are trillions and trillions of viruses in the earth. And when you leave out your house, you are faced with trillions of viruses every single day. But your immune system, it builds up an immunity to most of these viruses and it fights them off. That you don't even know what's going on out there. You don't even know that you have something because your immune system fights it off and kills it. Even the coronavirus, 99, 98% of the people of the earth survived the coronavirus because of your immune system. This is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those that are affected, it says they, have, they already have bad health. They already have a compromised immune system. This is what's going on. This is what's going on out here. The the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is upon us. Islam is the key to salvation. So if you want to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first thing that you must do is establish a relationship with Allah. And the only way you can establish a relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is through prayer. That's it. There's no other way. There's nothing else you can do. Prayer. Pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what's the first thing you must do? You must learn how to pray. You must learn how to pray. Why? Because the first thing, when you see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on day of judgment, when you first stand in the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and you are held accountable for your life on this earth, the first question that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to ask you is about your prayer. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu said that if the answer to that question is alhamdulillah, good, then everything that follows that question will be good. But if the answer is bad, then everything that follows that will be bad like a domino effect. But you know this. I'm telling you this. I'm guaranteeing you that the first question is going to be about your prayer. Do you love yourself enough to learn how to pray so to save yourself from the fire? Are you a sincere Muslim? Do you want to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Or are you just talking? Do it sound good? Brothers and sisters, we are living in the time where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has showed you that the entire earth is on lockdown. Entire earth is on lockdown. There's new words being invented like social distancing. People have to wear masks to leave the house. This is what's going on out here. These are the days of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're not recognizing the work of Allah right before your very eyes? Pan Allah. So Pan Allah. MashaAllah. I just wanted to give a brief reminder. 
inshallah. Um, I was waiting for Iman. I need for do Ali to come on, but it looked like he's not making it today. And um, inshallah, our next show will be uh, tomorrow. Inshallah. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alayhi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Warrior's flight, the warrior's song, always paying the price. So the truth will live on against the venomous bite and the vice of shaitan. I have to struggle for right what others do wrong in the heat of the night when the light is all gone. I can't stop the fight until the light of the dawn and the heaven's in sight. So I've got to move on. Now see you next life. You've got to be strong. If a law calls me, don't ask why. Your daddy's a warrior and warriors die. If the beast finds me and the bullets fly. Your husband's a warrior, and warriors die. If I die by the sword, you don't know why. Your brother's a warrior, and warriors die. If I should leave, don't you cry. Your son is a warrior, and warriors die. I tell the people the truth, so the beast hates me. They want my neck in the noose, my body swinging from trees. Islam is my root, and this is my dean. I'd rather...